Good morning, everybody. Welcome to It's a Religion, the podcast that seeks to encourage, to edify, to help you see the truth of the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who came, who died, who rose again to save you and me and all of us, those who put their faith and trust in him and not the things of this world. Welcome. It's Tuesday here in the northwest corner of the state of uh, Socialist Republic of Illinois. And uh, even though we're trying to remain free up here in our little corner of the world, it's become becoming increasingly difficult when you have a group of folks that uh, do not follow God, that follow their own desire for power and influence and want to subject everyone else to their will and the will of, I believe, the devil. I believe there's a spiritual battle going on in this country, and you have to pick one side or the other. There's really no in-between. Uh, it's kind of hard to to put it other than that, I guess. There's only, only two sides to the story in this case. There's the Bible, the God of the Christian Bible, the Christian God, who through the Jewish people delivered or through Abraham's covenant, if you will, and the Jewish line brought to earth his son, our Lord Jesus Christ, who saved us and taught us how to live through the apostles, through the prophets, through the um, his own example. And he is now seated at the right hand of the Father interceding for us for those who put their trust in him and uh, even those who don't he, he said before he left the earth that the lord lets it rain on those who uh, trust him and who those who don't so we ask the question here and i you know those of you who might hear this that do not trust in god what do you trust in what do you put your faith in you put your faith in what you're college professors taught you about life because they're supposed to know what they're doing they're college professors right they have degrees they've learned things and yet if you learn things from someone who doesn't know anything who let me back up what is the the first rule in christendom if you will the first rule that that i believe you need to follow is fear god Properly awe-inspire toward God. Properly hold him in proper way, the proper way to look at God. If you think that, think about this creation and the intricacies of the human body, for instance, the way it was designed, the way it can heal itself, the way it, everything is connected with the bones and the muscles the way your eyes are designed the way your lungs and brain and everything is put together when you look at the human genome and the coding that went into that and we're just now starting to get to the base level of what that is and of course men can't help themselves because i believe god put in us the desire to create the desire to be like him in some way because we're made in his image um, but that becomes a struggle too, that we want to be our own God. We don't want to 
follow his precepts and patterns and principles for our life. We want to create our own. We want to be our own gods. And when we do that, it causes a lot of issues. So, again, I ask the question, what do you believe about how you got here? Do you believe that it's all random chance that somehow all the design, all the intricate ways in which things interact with each other, the fact that there's a male and female of almost every species on this planet, every kind on this planet. Species is a, a man-developed term. God called them kinds. There's certain groups of things because of the way that he designed their pattern in their genome, right? Just like the human genome. Which, by the way, we believe here, and it's a religion, that there's only one race. The whole idea of race is an anathema. It's, it's something man-created, man-centered, for man's purposes and benefit. Those who focus on race do so because they want something out of it. Period. And uh, it's, it's a sad state when people look at people just at the, at the surface level instead of trying to get to know folks, trying to understand where they come from and the things they're dealing with. So don't be like that. So let's look at creation for a minute. You've got on one side millions and billions of years. I don't know what the current going rate is because they change it all the time. I don't know. The last one I heard was like they believe the universe is about 17 billion years old. And they do this based on things they can observe today and then project that back in time somehow. And I just laugh. I'm like, you know, it does not prove anything. And the, to say that somehow uh, evolution is scientific and, and belief in God, belief in a creation is somehow unscientific, I think is, a, is another joke. It's like, it's the same thing that they do right now in saying that people who think the 2020 election in the United States was fraudulent and that you're somehow an election denier when Joe Biden got elected. And yet, uh, you know, hundreds of them on the other side were complaining about elections when Donald Trump won or whoever won. Uh, I don't think Stacey Abrams in Georgia has, has relinquished on her claim that she she should be governor yet. And so, you know, it it's when the media or when the enemy in this case, I believe, from the pit of hell, defines terms. I mean, that's what he does. That's what they do. You know, what did Satan do in the garden? We're going to see when we read it here in a bit. But he defined terms with Eve and got her thinking uh, in a wrong way. Let's look at this for a minute. And so the earth was without form and void, and the darkness was over the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good, and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the day the light day and the darkness he called night and there was evening and there was morning the first day one day 
And God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters and let it separate the waters from the waters. And God made the expanse and separated the waters that were under the expanse from the waters that were above the expanse. And it was so. And God called the expanse heaven. And there was evening and morning the second day. And God said, let the waters under the heavens and be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. And God called the dry land earth and waters that were gathered together. He called seas. And God saw that it was good. And God said, let the earth sprout vegetation, plants yielding seed and fruit trees bearing fruit in which their seed is their seed, each according to its kind on the earth. And it was so the earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed according to their own kinds and trees bearing fruit, which were was in their seed, which according each according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. And God said, let there be lights in the expanse of the heavens to separate the day from the night and let them be for signs and for seasons for days and years and let them be lights in the expanse of the heavens to give light upon the earth and it was so and god made the two great lights the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night and the stars and god set them in the expanse of the heavens to give light to the earth and rule over the day and over the night and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good, and there was evening, and there was morning the fourth day. And God said, Let the waters swarm with swarms of living creatures, and let the birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the heavens. So God created the sea creatures, and every living creature that moves, with which the waters swarm according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let the birds multiply in the earth. Which, by the way, is what we see. Things doing just that. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures according to their kinds, livestock and creeping things and beasts of the earth according to their kinds. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth according to their kinds, and the livestock according to their kinds, and everything that creeps on the ground according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. You know, this looks just like this, uh, oh, there's an evolutionary term talking about how everything uh, was evolved very rapidly over a short period of time instead of a long period like they initially thought. And it's because of this, because God created everything fully formed and functional. Verse 26, then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Think about that. Think about the implications of that. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image, the image of God. He created him, male and female. He created them and God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, behold, I've given you every plant yielding seed that is on the face of the earth and every tree with seed and its fruit, and you shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the heavens, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so, and God saw everything he had made, and behold, it was very good. And there was evening and morning on the sixth day. And for those of you who don't know, on the seventh day he rested from his labor and enjoyed what he had created. So, do you believe that? Do you believe that we came here by a act of a 
higher being than us, one who knows how to put all this stuff together. He knows the intricate details and design of the water buffalo. He knows the details and intricate design of Joe Biden. He knows the intricate details and design of your parents, of your children, if you have them. The Bible at one point says, before you were born, I knew you. And God cares about his creation. I, You know, his character is described throughout the Bible in different ways. And it's it makes me think about you know your own children if if you have children it's it's pretty rare you hear stories once in a while of of parents who don't regard their children uh, i think more and more nowadays because of the belief system that evolution has developed in people um and the lies of the devil but people who who put their trust and faith in god and have children, I think understand that relationship maybe a little better than those who don't, only because, you know, you would do anything for your children. You would uh, die for them, right? You know, Jesus said a, a man, a truly good man, would even die for his friends. And I think in a lot of ways, I would be capable of doing that now, more so than what I used to be. But, what do you believe? Do you believe that you somehow got here by chance? That molecules just kind of came together and voila, here you are. You know, I would challenge you to think about, don't listen to the professors and all their big words, but think about one thing. What came first, the eyeball, the brain, the heart, or the lungs? How do those develop over time you know what they don't it's impossible Lord God Almighty I thank you for this day I rejoice in the fact that you made everything that you created us with a purpose in mind and with your thoughts towards us to help us have understanding to help us have purpose and meaning and relationships with others. So thank you for what you did in creating us, Lord. I pray that more and more people would wake up and realize that the idea of evolution is from the pit of hell. It's one of the worst theories that's ever been offered to man. And that you would save people from it. You would help them see the truth of how you created everything. And that it's through your purpose that we are here. In Jesus' name. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for stopping by. We'll uh, catch you tomorrow.